Hey, it's the What's Up Bro podcast. We talk movies, sports, TV shows, pop culture, and it's funny, motherfuckers. With Neri Signs. I'm like, what? How can this? <laughs> they have Photoshop. Photoshop exists when this artist rendition was done. How the fuck is this not cooler looking than a sketch that looks like it was done by a hillbilly off the side of the road? What the fuck are we talking? Why is this a thing? So you're telling me there's a chance. With Missy. Just let me finish my thought before you fucking interrupt me. Wrong room to ask questions. Welcome to the party, pal. And Mike Markadon. I'm just glad I like vanilla boring sex like this. I like that. I'm glad that the sex I enjoy doesn't get me, won't get me killed. That's how winning is done. Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. Mouth guitar noises. Hey, everybody. Welcome to What's Up, Bro. It's uh, Woobro Wednesdays. I feel like a, a <laughs> radio DJ. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to Woobro Wednesdays Wednesday. at 98.7 The Bone, you know, or whatever the whatever the thing. Or is that a real radio station? The Bone? I, I feel like that. I feel like that like is. Hey, uh, thank you, everybody who's checking us out live on Facebook. And thank you to check it for everyone who's listening to us in the future Ooh. on the audio pod. They're in the future. Steph, yeah, I they're think they're the like. Future. They're like three weeks or a month. Who knows? In the future. But they are in, we're in the past. The very future. Hi, yeah. my name is Mike Mercadal. Uh Neri is on assignment. Uh again. Actually, Neri is out in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh but and and the internet, uh, let's just say is being problematic. And uh now in I'm forced to run the show. <laughs> and with me is Stephanie Mayer Sr. Um, he did it too. <laughs> The I did pause. it too fast. I don't hold it out. No, I don't delay it. I don't no. delay it. No, no. Um, the I, most, most left wing of the co-hosts are left to their own devices today. We are going to end today's podcast yeah. with screaming, "Eat the rich!" Oh, we're, we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna get in so much trouble. Uh, fuck you, Facebook, or whatever. <laughs> we're gonna get in so much trouble. Uh, but there is a lot of stuff in the news. Um, and look, I know we always wait to make sure we get everything that we post in the title said verbally on the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do it now. And and okay. there is bullet point it, but we're going to do it now because it's, it's like, of if you are a fan of any thing, <laughs> <laughs> the news has got you covered. Uh, there is literally, so Eminem and Dolly yeah. Parton get nominated to the rock and roll hall of fame. Oh, that's a combo. It's shocking that Dolly Parton is not, already in yeah like I the world hall of fame like the hall you, of fame of human beings yeah you would think like i pretty sure i thought she just owned nashville just i guess well she's she uh if you talk to friends of the show my my dad and my stepmom uh tony and yolanda they live up in dolly country we i have been they had annual passes too dollywood oh wow dollywood is what way is better. Dollywood? Like what? Dollywood is a. I will preface it by saying it's so much better than what you think it is. Okay. Dollywood is a theme park that is Dolly Parton themed, 
and she it's basically like um if it's god it's i want to say it's like disney light there are rides there are shows there's music and it's in the mountains of tennessee in pigeon forge tennessee and like a state fair no 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 it is a theme park it oh. is a full-on theme park it is dolly parton themed <laughs> and then it talks there's like a ride there's like a little like a mine shaft through the mountains of tennessee there's bald there's a bald eagle preserve i think oh yeah it's way cooler than you think it is and since i've been there they have added a water park on the other side it is a fun as hell. So not only is Dolly Parton an amazingly talented musician, she's also incredibly philanthropic by giving yeah, she's like away genuinely good millions person. of books. She is an incredible theme park designer. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if like, so like if Disney engineers are called Imagineers or um, Dollywoods, like, Oh, Dolly, the Dolly designer. The Dolly. In my head, I'm just going. See, this is why we yeah. don't get paid the big bucks that Dolly did when she designed her fucking theme park. I know. She's so good. Uh, well, she should, she, be, we should all, be quicker. Yeah. I always think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing, there has to be some story that it's rig- that it's all like, you know, rigged. and It's like getting your star on the Walk of Fame. Like, you buy that. Yeah. Like, at a certain point, you just like, yeah, I've been on TV. I'm going to buy a fucking star. You know what I mean? Like, Shrek I was so disappointed the day I found that out. That was like one of those random, like, oh, I learned this today, and I'm sad about it. Well, all of those Hollywood awards are super sketch. Did you know the Golden Globes never happened on air because of all the shit that's going on with the Golden Globes, where they don't have like one a diversity minority person on the people who vote? Ooh. The Hollywood Foreign Press, that's who does the Golden Globes. Yeah. They, they are not foreign. What? Not foreign. Not. <laughs> Well, I don't know they if they're born not- or not, but they're definitely all white. Hmm. And it is it, like they did rather than deal with the repercussions and like the backlash and address it on air. They just like, we're not going to air it. You know what I mean? They were just like, we're not going to like, yeah, we're not. We're not dealing with this. Um, Pico, what's up in the chat? Pico, what's up, bro? That's exactly the name of this program. Thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, what do you want to talk about? Because we have Eminem. And Dolly Parton getting do- nominated into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Eminem, I feel like, is worthy of this. Like, he was game changer, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel like... I think he yeah. opened up rap for a lot of people, whether that's for the best or not. Bringing it back I'm, around. I'm a big... Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I mean, he was genuinely a good rapper. Like, you yeah. can't say it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, like he bought into it either. Right. Like, uh, Nary, the internet allowed him to post, and somebody <laughs> buys a star on the Walk of Fame, but not necessarily the actor themselves. That's right. Could it be anybody? Can I just. Could it be anybody? <laughs> I want to buy. Oh, I want to buy a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for like a random low level like not yeah. not b or c like i'm talking about like low like an level. svu actor like someone yes. who's like a bit, a bit player like you know the guy that doesn't stop loading the boxes to be yeah. interviewed by the police yeah. that guy yeah. the, the the one guy from that john mulaney bit refine that particular yes. guy him yeah that guy's gonna get a star because he's been Hollywood referenced in two fame. places <laughs> <laughs> um so if you if you if you're into music you mm-hmm. that is, and and just in general 
uh, Hollywood ho- Hall of Fames, Hall of Fames in general. Um, there's that news. Then, if you're a sports fan, and more specifically, like I am, a Miami Dolphins fan, there is a lot going on because so apparently, I need to know what this is. I need a just, breakdown. I have to read it out of the title, Steph. You know the rules. Yes, I have okay. to read what is in the title at some point on the show. Yes. Brian Flores sues the NFL. Dolphins accused of wanting to lose. Okay. <laughs> It's a little bit more than that. He is suing. Brian Flores got fired. And then he is suing the entire NFL and all of the owners. Yes. Questions. Yes, you, Stephanie Mayer Sr. in the back. Who is Brian Flores? The head coach. Okay. He is the head coach that they brought in a couple years ago to um, fucking whatever the Dolph rebuild. I don't know. We've been rebuilding for like how many decades now? Yeah. Um, And so he's. He was basically if he, he's come out and say that the NFL's racist, surprise, surprise, that all of the owners of the NFL are white and basically like they they um, don't give uh, minority and black coaches and, and players as much representation as they should. And he just listed a whole bunch of shit with black head coaches. For some reason, that's that's been a big deal. Hmm. And there is a lot going on. Because it definitely goes into like the 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 way owners hire people, and that you have to give opportunities. There's like a there's like a rule now in the NFL that you have to give an opportunity to a black or minority uh, head coach. Like you have to interview a certain number of people. But it's like all for show, and it came out that so <laughs> in the way it came out, Bill Belichick. So Brian Flores used to play. Used to be an assistant or like offensive coordinator or defense coordinator. I can't remember what it was for the Patriots. Okay, under Bill Belichick, this legendary quarter, uh, him I know, head coach. Yeah, Bill Belichick, yes. the guy. Yeah, okay. everybody knows he cheats. He's a bad guy. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Everybody hates him in Miami. Yeah. Um, then he goes and texts when he was applying. Like like uh, Brian Flores wanted to go work for the Giants, and he was going to interview with the Giants. And then he get a te- he gets a text from uh, Bill Belichick, his former boss. Mm-hmm. congratulating him on the new position. Hey, I heard you're the guy. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I'm so happy for you. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm still interview. I don't understand. Uh, and then is the bill was like, no, it's you, man. It is absolutely. And now I want to find the, 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 the actual text. So he, I'm get, reading, he got I'm the reading head, heads up early. Yeah. Well, basically saying that they interviewed him and they were never going to get, consider giving him the job anyway. It was just like kind of a, uh, show and they were gonna you know this other guy who also happens to be named brian oh yes so have you ever been texting one person and then accidentally like send a text to the wrong person oh i'm sorry that wasn't for you yeah. now imagine you just revealed an incredibly racist hypocrisy in the nfl <laughs> oops oh oh geez <laughs> yeah i so like what exactly did he like do they have a copy of like what exactly he wrote? Yes, because oh! this motherfucker submitted it as evidence. He did receipts. He posted yes. the receipts. Uh, oh. This is the most interesting oh, football has ever been. There's so many fake ones now that it's hard to like Yeah, part uh, Okay. Oh yeah, he goes uh, sounds like um Oh, hold on. No. Oh wait, in the oh, comments, no. in the comments we have uh Nary 
did a clarification. Oh yeah, he got the te- he got the text before he even interviewed. Oh damn! So he went yeah. into the interview knowing he wasn't going to get the position. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of. Damn. Uh, I'm telling you, it's 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 like cringe, full body, my full body cringe. Oof. So Bill, Bill Belichick screenshots from this guy's phone, you know, this from Bill Flor- uh Bill Flores, right, right, right. from um, Brian Flores' phone. Sounds like you have landed. Congrats. And then Brent Flores, did you hear something I didn't hear? Giants? With like exclamation marks and all kinds of shit. And he's like, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Got it. I hear from Buffalo and New York Giants that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. That's definitely what I want. Uh, I hope you're right, Coach. Thank you. Coach, you are talking to Brian Flores. I imagine there was like a gap there because mm-hmm. it's two separate messages. He's like, oh, thank you. And he's like, Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian DeBole? Just making sure. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what happened on his end that made him realize that he could be talking about somebody else. Well, because he hadn't interviewed yet. He hadn't, like, there, all of this was coming out of, like, I'm sure it was like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is he talking about? And then, <laughs> Bro, I can only imagine that having a common name. Yeah, too, too many Bryans, and he's and then he writes back later on, like in the afternoon. And I would imagine there was some thought process. Somebody called somebody's lawyers or something. It was like, hey, sorry, I fucked this up. I double checked and I misread the text. I think they are naming Debol. I'm sorry about that. BB, like very formal. <laughs> and he's like, thanks, Ooh. Bill. <laughs> I've sent some wrong text messages in the day in my day, you know what I mean? Like to the But wrong never person. telling someone About that they're not the getting their person? job. Wow. What's the worst oops text you've ever sent? Um shit, I don't know. Honestly, I think I'm I'm pretty paranoid. Have you ever text oh really? You do you like double check? Has it yeah, ever happened yeah, yeah. to you uh, like that someone did it? like sent you the wrong text and it was yeah but like innocuous stuff like just like really just like i'll be right there just nothing Uh, it's ever been like yeah (laughs) to be fair i've done it i don't know if i've ever done that kind of thing where i'm like yo what the fuck is up with kevin and i sent it to kevin you know i've never done we were talking about this a couple weeks ago i actually was messing with you in our group chat one day like and you didn't know what we were talking about because we were all talking about accidentally screenshotting something to talk shit about somebody and then sending it to another group chat right and i did yes. it in ours on purpose and right. i think you thought i was actually upset at you and I'm like no no mike this is a reference like, what <laughs> this is a reference i'm not actually upset at you i'm too pure of heart <laughs> i know so that when you send me things about me being a dick i'm like wait am i <laughs> I don't like, want to no, no, be no. a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Um, the <laughs> the uh ooh, this is this is good. Um Eric is scared of, and he mentioned the Bills. So that means that the Bills were coordinating with the Giant or whatever. There was that means that there was some oh. behind the scenes shenanigans. Okay. Eric is scared of, thank you for the clarification. Pico, a coworker sent nudes by accident on a work <gasps> WhatsApp group chat. No. Yeah, that deserves a laugh cry emoji, Pico. Oh. Oof doofa. Oh my is God. there is there any coming back from that? Do you just quit? <laughs> you just like I'm sorry, I'm calling him dead. 
We were like, yep, I'll see myself out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Also, if you could delete the pictures of my cooch and or tits. Um, yeah. Like, does that count as workplace yes, harassment? Or whatever. Huh? Wait, does that count as workplace harassment if it's by accident? <gasps> I'm sure that there are plenty of dudes that would get that would try to use that to get away with. True. Oops. I'm True. sorry. I said this to the. Oh, it was a he. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aha. Aha. He deleted it, but some of us had seen it. Oui. And, and I think implied there, Pico, some of you can't unsee it. Yes. It is now burned in our brains forever. Because I'm sure there are dudes that would have been like, I'm so sorry that I sent you 16 pictures of my dick. <laughs> in different I, situations, it, I wearing costumes. <laughs> I missed that for a different group text of different people. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's brutal! Oh, that's brutal! Oh, and Ari is uh, saying that a, a wrong text he got. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got a congratulations text when I announced my engagement, and then immediately got a text that said, "Yeah, he's engaged. Let's hope it's not that he got her pregnant." Ooh. Ooh. Yes, I love it. Yes, yes, I love it. Uh, I kind of feel like I'm missing shit. Bro, call in, man. I want to hear that story for real. Uh, the only one that I, so I've never done. Okay, here's I don't know if this is worse. I have not done the text. Maybe maybe like I slipped here and there where I was like, oh yeah, whatever, but nothing like egregious. But I have been talking shit about somebody who is right behind me. Ooh, the he's right behind me moment from the movie. Yes, <laughs> I have had the full on. I'm like, yeah, well, from from I know a guy who I know like I, it was some guy, and I was like, yeah, some girl I. Like a good friend of mine used to date him. He was a piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I could see, you know how like when you see someone's vision go from the, like looking at you to, looking. to suddenly looking off to the side and then looking back at you. And then it's like, mm, hi, he's, he's, he's right there. This is going to be an awkward 20 seconds. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, it was, he to his credit either pretended like either he didn't hear it or he pretended like he didn't hear it and then i never saw him again so hmm. that's pretty good yeah. um do we have any more like so the dolphins being the eye of a shit hurricane is not a new thing apparently like and also oh one of the things as a non-sports person yeah. how would you feel if you heard that a team was paying their head coach a a bonus of a hundred thousand dollars a game to lose on purpose. What? So if in the NFL, the worst you are in the in the records in the like uh, for the year, the better your draft pick is for the next year. So that means that if you suck, you have a chance of getting the best player in the draft in the next year, and uh, in order to keep the teams balanced and even and whatever. So. So you're thinking, okay, so that one side of that coin is it's an actual strategic play to throw things so that you can set yourself up for the future thing. But like, I think you're kind of screwing a shit ton of people in the process. Yes. And so, the fans. I'm like, you wouldn't do shit without the fans. So what are the right. fact you, you expect these people to hang on just because you're like, hey, we're going to suck this year. But on, it's for a good reason. Right. But... I, I wish I knew the rules of like doing that openly. Like there was a thing in the Olympics in badminton that is very similar to that sort of thing where at a certain point, the way that the teams lined up, the number one person played the number, 
like like it had to do with something like in the way the next games were played. So if you won your like a bunch of people, a bunch of the countries, if they won their next match, they would then be playing the number one team, the best one, and they didn't want to do that. So there was two teams, and this happened many times. Two of the badminton pairs or whatever you call them mm-hmm. were fighting each other to lose so it got to the point where these matches were lasting so long that the that the officials were going up to him was like one of you has to score a fucking point or you're both disqualified Damn. because it was that obvious like oh these are olympic level athletes and they were like scratching every time they were hitting it into the net they were doing stuff when just hours before they were playing olympic level badminton yeah so what ends up happening is that if you have like a desire to get a draft pick and you start sucking, there's if there's no rule, then everyone could just be sucking to get the draft pick. So then it's just like a bunch of teams trying to suck and a bunch of teams trying to beat the teams that's like beating the teams that are trying to suck, getting higher records and go to the playoffs and shit. Like it's just like it's pandemonium. Yeah. It doesn't it seems like really poorly structured. Yeah. And like I know that a part of it is to actually try to give people an even chance. But people are trying to loophole that shit, and then it's just throwing everything off to begin with. Like, there should be shit in place where it keeps people accountable. Like well. paying a coach to suck, just it just makes it feel like the entire fan base is that girl who's just waiting for her boyfriend to get her sh- his shit together. <laughs> and then, like the entire time, you find out he just wasn't <laughs> going to those job interviews. And like, interesting, right? What an interesting perspective. Like, and he just wasn't going to job interviews because he had like a good tip from a friend that he could potentially get a job with his friend's company, but he's lying to her in the meantime. Like, wow, yes, yeah, that's know? true. Interesting. And, you gotta, and you're like, your bitch, we just got to pay rent though. Like, so, yeah, well, so here's, so here's again, Steph, no insult to you, but you are not the sports person of the What's Up Bro family. No, definitely not. I am only speaking from the uh, maybe a spectator. But even then, I do appreciate. So, uh, I used to do a thing when I used to do Unsung Heroes here, this live show in 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 uh, that I used to do up here. I would we would do a thing where uh, we would do brackets, and people would have to pick, and it was brackets of random shit. It was kind of like Mount Geekmore, but at the end, we come, we 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 get a winner. And the rule was only the person on stage gets to pick who wins between these these brackets. You know, like mm-hmm. like a tournament. Okay. And there were times where the guest would not know either of the things like they would be like i've not seen like we did one about mobster movies right Uh and someone came up and like i have not seen either of these movies and my favorite thing in the world was to ask them what they thought the movies were about based on purely on the title oh that's fine so (laughs) sometimes we're you get a kick from people not knowing what's going on because you have a complete outsider's perspective now yeah like goodfellas versus casino like yeah if you've not seen either one you're like what is goodfellas about and you're like ah I I'm assuming it's ironic and they're bad, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got a comments. I think, props yeah. to floors. No, like Quills. What's up, Q? Did he put a lot of other stuff out there? Like, I mean, okay. <laughs> him putting Bill Belichick on blast is a lot. Not only that, it's a 58-page lawsuit. A 58-page oh. lawsuit where the first like huge chunk of it is just like racist things that the NFL has done. And then, like only like a few, like four pages are are his things, 
and then like another four pages are are something else and a bunch of it is like john gruden being racist and, and the thing is is that this is the first time that as q put it he has receipts so he's literally put it on blast now flores is a smart guy so i he for sure he got lawyers as soon as he got fired because he wasn't cooperating he was not like cooperating with the 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 losing for for the draft pick and that was always this friction and blah blah blah, blah. and uh, then he gets fired and he's like fuck it i'm burning every bridge i got because he's who's gonna hire him now yeah um it's very it's very like fuck you fuck you fuck yeah you. Uh, uh eric is scared again no no lie i take the money and i'm in the super bowl this year with joe burrow that is with Cincinnati, who's in the Super Bowl this year. <clears throat> what? So, the year, Steph, the year that this was supposed to go down was mm-hmm. when, like, Joe Burrow, who is the quarterback for the Cincinnati uh, Bengals, okay. he got drafted first round. If we, he, that we could have had him if we would have sucked, 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 sucked. Oh, and he is so good that the Cincinnati Bengals, who were arguably a bad team, are now in the Super Bowl. Like he makes that oh. much of a difference. Oh, so this so Brian Flores again. Is it should he have just done it? I mean, we he'd be a genius head coach. People would be looking at him like, yeah, he fucking took the Dolphins to the Super Bowl and he drafted this amazing rookie quarterback. Yeah, you know, like he would have been a genius, but he didn't play ball and he didn't do the thing. You know, so it's like a moral conundrum. Yeah. You know, like, what do you, what's, whose side do you And here's the question. Would Ted Lasso do it? The answer is Ted Lasso do it? I don't think he would. (laughs) I don't think he would. (laughs) Is that the extent of your knowledge? That is the extent. (laughs) I was, so, back in the day, uh, Uh when I was like 13, I was a cheerleader for a year. Mm -hmm. So my extent of football knowledge is like peewee football when I used to cheer for it. So like JD, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I can follow a game. I know how a game works. Now put that in a professional settings and the drama that is the functioning of the association. Nah. Uh-huh. But this stuff is fucking fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Because the I'm drama. just like, yeah, yeah, the drama of it, I have no idea. But like you sit here and like you tell me about the drama of like the Hollywood studio system. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, Yes. Yes. Go, go. Okay. That so literally me, what- I'm looking at it this way. I'm looking at it like, okay, like are the dolphins get, are you trying to get an oscar next year you're trying to actually put a good movie out in the, in the movie theaters <laughs> like, i would love to see a like full-on documentary about the drama of the dolphins front office there has been so a few years ago i was doing a podcast with my friend dave kinney comedian very funny um and he has a, a podcast called saving the dolphins saving the fins uh, P-H-I-N-S on, on Twitter, Saving the Fins. Mm-hmm. And we would, we at one point, we were, were recording every week about, uh, like, after the games. And it was, like, the year that one of our players, or one of our linebackers went missing for 24 hours. Like, he, they literally filed a missing persons report on this guy. And we came up with this, like, elaborate story that he's actually, like, a CIA assassin. Sure. And he was, like, <laughs> he was, like, on a mission. Then he comes back and he starts playing and nobody, nobody said anything. They were just like, yep, he's back. And we're all like, what? What? Then that was the coach that got busted sending selfies of him doing blow at his desk to a stripper that he was cheating on his wife with. That was awesome. There was there's so many things, Steph. So many things. It's like the days of our dolphins. Yeah. It is a fucking novella in that office. I 
I'm here. I'm what so would you, what would you name? For. What would you name a documentary about the dolphins? I, Jesus, the I don't know. Pun, like, all I got in my head is like dolphins, like dead in the water, like something. Dead in the water? <laughs> no, but there's <laughs> like, the, no the days of our dolphins. Days, I mean, days of our is pretty is good. Fun. I just it's came just up with fun. that on the fly, and I'm gonna write <laughs> that. That is no, fun. <laughs> See, that's just the drama. I want to talk about like the the deals and the yeah, for but, sure. Like, Oh my god! Um, this is like the most active I've seen our comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go, let's talking about this. Uh, he has receipts. Uh, let's yeah. go, Pico. Why is it called a shuttlecock? That's got to be an inside joke. Badminton shuttlecock. Oh, I get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's the rub of being a Dolphins fan. We suck, but we still cheer. But what if we were but not that, as bad that, as we thought we were? But like that's the thing. It's like the girlfriend who wants the boyfriend to get his shit together. You still you're like, good job getting out of bed. Okay, this is extreme hyperbole, but I my running gag in whenever I watch like a game at the Dolphins bar here in New York and with my friend Dave, you know, like we're always like, it's always like, God, this is extreme hyperbole and I'm not equating the two things, but like abuse victim mentality of like, no, it's they apologized and we're rebuilding. It's better. They're they're better now. Like no, yeah. When you're when you're ignoring all the red flags. Yes, and then yeah. so we would always talk about like even if we were ahead by 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 like tw- like three touchdowns, we'd be like, hold on, they still might find a way to fuck this up. So like, relax. We've been hurt both ways before. You get too happy and they lose. You get too you get too sad and they start winning and they're like, oh shit. So yeah. it's it does feel like that mentality of like super cautious, like eh eh. Mm-hmm. And now, what if we weren't as shitty? How long has this been going on that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, has been paying the head coach to lose? What if, like, Joe Philbin, this shitty coach that we had, is, like, the best coach we've ever had, but he was, like, forced just to... doing it on purpose. Or he's like, just like, yeah, I'm just going to write out my retirement. We're going to yeah. suck. And, he's like, look, uh, I, have a, I have some debts. I have a kid who wants to go to art school. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to yeah. do? Uh, Tony Sperano cheering a field goal. He's like, yeah, it wasn't a touchdown. I get my $100,000. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Ted, Eric Esquerdo, Ted wouldn't. Ted he would wouldn't. not cheat. He wouldn't. He would not. Uh, I know you never much put, about football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Q, you never put your guys out on the field without the aim to win. Right. Interesting. Interesting. But is that in the best interest long term? Interesting. The thing is, if you yeah. actually try, you put could probably actually start being good. Like, I it's <laughs> I like it's that thing I always say about like those incel dudes where they're always like hating on women, and I'm like, yo, if you like focused on yourself for like ten minutes yeah. and just like really like turn inward and make yourself yeah. like maybe, improve maybe, yourself, maybe start negging inside. Yeah, like, <laughs> like turn. Turn the neg into uh, go instead into of this. Self analysis. Like this. Yeah, and yeah. you might accidentally turn into a fuckable person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they always talk about that shit. It was a, where it's like, oh, if we, it would be like major league. Like this is real life major league. Major league. They the the lady wanted the team. The uh, the, the the owner wanted the team to lose so she could sell the team mm-hmm. and move to Florida. Then they start like find out. They find out about it, and then they're like, "Fuck you, we're gonna win." This could be this could have been their major league moment, but it was not. Um, Eric Iscardo, I agree, but we were 0 and 7, could have pulled it off. We could have, we were super shitty last year, and then we just started winning all of a sudden. And I don't know, and there's this argument the Bengals they won four games last year, they arguably is a polite way 
I'm saying just, I'm saying that. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I don't mean to say they fucking suck. <laughs> Arguably, they're they suck, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, someone might argue against it. Probably a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Like <laughs> you I mean, it's not like, hey boys, go out there and and lose. <laughs> More like take it easy and have fun. <laughs> and if you lose, we'll still have pizza. That's a Ted Lasso thing for sure no but like at the same time like even them losing on purpose in order to get some sort of position it is one of those things where like everyone complains all the time how like us millennials and younger people have have participation trophies <laughs> get kudos for not doing well and da, da, da. but that is literally people getting paid like millions of dollars for the same shit like for just being there like the- they might as well try to fucking win. The problem with that kind of thing is if, of this losing is that there are players on the field whose very contracts are affected. Like like football mm-hmm. players get paid per game. Like they don't get like like their their contracts are based on like these big numbers, they get millions of dollars or whatever, but it's basically per game. Mm-hmm. So if they miss a game or if they're out or let's say one of these people in the suck season has a career ending injury and they go down because you know like we were playing like shit and on purpose you know and then his whole life ends without a chance to kind of reclaim his redeem himself because his he gets hurt yeah the the players on the the side was getting paid more to not get them in that position to right which then gets into the racism of it all because all of the owners of these teams are white and 70 percent of the players are black Mm. So it becomes this thing of they're viewed as so much property. You know what I mean? Like, like these are tradable commodities. They're not, which does not have a fun connotation to it whatsoever. The historical ref, the historical like connections. All right. Here come the fucking lefties. The draft is essentially a slave auction and the blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck these people. But it's, but it is, it does. It's people's actual. He raised that question and it has come up in the past. Mm. Uh, John Gruden called, like got fired because he called, was was super racist in a public email, like like in a work email where like it's available to be seen. Your work email is visible to everybody. Never send uh, dick pics yeah. or nudes. Yeah, look. To if you're gonna be an idiot, working. Like, yeah, exactly. If you're gonna be racist, don't be a racist idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's there's a lot of drama. One of my favorite movies is Any Given Sunday because like it goes into like this the the CTE ahead of its time. It was early on the with Lawrence Taylor getting concussions and then he has to get his oh. how many sacks to get his bonus. Uh. Uh. Fucking Steam and Willie Beeman where they make the black quarterback athletic versus the white quarterback who's got the good arm and he's intelligent like it's a there's a whole lot of stuff going in that on in that movie and i genuinely enjoy it you might have you seen that movie you might like it i don't think i have wait al pacino is the head coach of the miami sharks because they can't use the nfl that feels like actually i think that's something i watched when i was like a kid Cameron Diaz is the owner's daughter that inherits the team some shit like that yeah she's uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. i don't i barely remember i do remember that though famous al pacino speech it's a game of inches yes like i remember like key shit like i don't remember yeah one of the best halftime speeches in film yes i I remember like even when i was younger being like this part's cool like like, this this, i don't know i feel motivated right now all right now as a dolphins fan i loved talking about this but are, are you okay can we move on from the dolphins drama as it unfolds it's been all over espn it's a huge fucking lawsuit 
And the thing is, I'm wondering because like sometimes we, we when we do our live shows, like fine, everyone who's watching along with us, they all are on top of it. Mm-hmm. When our shows come out um, on some of the podcasts, like networks and stuff like that, we're a few weeks in behind. The future? I'm wondering in the future how much other bullshit and drama has come out and are we going to like listen back on this and be like you simple simple fools so much was coming uh you know yeah i mean that's usually the case that's uh, yeah absolutely like there's the running gag on this show is that some incredible topic will drop literally minutes after we record Like something incredible will happen in the news, like minutes after we record. And then we have to be like, um, and then we're like, we message each other and we're in the, within the Wubro chat, like, fuck, you know, like, (laughs) we could have talked about this. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Let's just blow through some of the comments about the story before we move on. Okay. So, where, oops, my computer just freaked out. Okay. Um, The, Nary, they were a legit yes we get it Nary. you hate the bengals <laughs> fine um cute there's so much drama in football deflate gate that was a an, in the olympics there was like were the balls deflated to give them extra grip the tom brady patriots balls were that deflated. i heard of <laughs> you heard about see these are big see? news and that's not the only time you the pats cheating lol so many things mm. uh culpepper Oh yes, that's that's when we drafted. Oh my God, we were we gave up being able to draft Drew Brees, who is like a Hall of Fame quarterbacker and won Super Bowls for the for the Saints. That name, see the name, that name I actually recognize. I recognize Drew Brees. You recognize? I actually recognize. Okay, there's some things that don't escape me entirely. (laughs) Right. Well, we could have had the chance. Like, there's so many like near misses with greatness that the Dolphins have had, like. Um, Wes Welker was this amazing receiver in in um, in uh, New England mm-hmm. the, for the Patriots. He was ours, and we just like got rid of him. Uh, you know, like the, we we've gotten rid of so many people, and they all go to the Patriots and do well, which is extra hurtful. Like it's whatever. Is it, maybe is that why Bill Belichick gets yeah. like, excited about certain shit because he knows people are just gonna throw shit to him. Yeah, uh, Pico. Uh, I don't know much about sports, but I'd take the money. Yep. I mean, I don't know which I don't know what side of this argument I would land on presented with the situation. I don't. Um Q, if I didn't if I didn't stand for the gator flop, I can't be for strategic losing. What's the gator flop? Fuck, I don't know. What was the gator Ooh. flop? Oh. Wait. This is a I don't recognize that gator. one. I know the gate. I know that reference. I don't get this one. Gator if flop. If I didn't stand for the gator flop, I can't stand for strategic losing. The bizarre uh, can I? Sh- we can watch and put a YouTube movie on here. Can we? I don't know. <laughs> the Gator Flop. Okay, someone in the comments now that explain to us what this is really quick. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I'm not going to watch this whole thing. Uh, from 1971. Q, you are not that old. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? I didn't about? stand for it. She's talking about her previous lifetime where she did not I, stand for it. I realized Q is 87 years old. I didn't stand for it then. And I don't stand for it now. Right now. I don't know why. My morals tell me it's wrong. <laughs> My Lord I does not abide me to be able to withstand this fallacy of gator flopping. Uh, I don't know why I gave her that accent because I think everyone from Gainesville sounds like this. Yeah. Uh, and also just like, that's the first, I didn't stand for it. I didn't like it feels very yeah. emphatic. Like I'm picturing her like <laughs> doing this with her fist. Strategic losing. Um, uh, Eric 
uh, Iscardo, on this team, we fight for that inch. Fuck, I want to play that speech. <laughs> Will we get in trouble? Like, watch us get... <laughs> Just like, Mary's not it. here it's and bad. I get us banned. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, I trusted you one night. <laughs> uh, the Replacements is my favorite foosball movie. Uh, Pico, thank you. The Replacements is a great movie. Keanu Reeves playing a star quarterback coming in. Yeah. Um, that one. I, that was good. Q. But it's oh, it's the rivalry story. The Gators passed down through my ancestry. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ancestry.com, where you learn all about the Gator flop. <laughs> um, okay. Now, moving on. We're going to move off from the sports thing. Okay. And we're going to talk about what's on every, the tip of everybody's tongue. What is, what? Joe Rogan. Oh, what do you wrong, know? Of this we situation? are the wrong people to be doing this. Episode. I mean, yeah. What I don't know. So here's the thing. <laughs> my, my the the biggest thing. I am one of those people that I've become the kind. <clears throat> I've become the kind of person where it's like I don't know enough about that to talk about it, to give sure. my opinion. Sure. So. I'm totally okay with my opinion being corrected by information that comes, whatever. Um, we're not gonna. I, I, I do not support Joe Rogan as a healthcare worker. Motherfuck <laughs> Joe Rogan. Okay, I don't even. No, not even because fucking is good. Sex is great. I, I it, Joe Rogan can have diarrhea for the rest of his life. Uh, I wish Joe Rogan a pebble IBS? in his shoe. You, you wish him IBS? I want him to have ulcerative colitis. I want <laughs> Joe Rogan to be away from Earth. You know what I mean? Like Not death, all, but just away? <laughs> I don't want to wish death on anybody, but also, like, fuck that guy. He, like, spreads misinformation. As a healthcare worker, like, do you have any idea, any idea how many stupid, like, I just I was I was in the cafeteria and I heard some people talking about how this guy left AMA, mm-hmm. which now I'm saying it out loud. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Well, there's been stories, right? There's been stories like this, not many of them, and they they all follow the same kind of pattern. They go into the hospital because they can't breathe, and then they tell them they have COVID, and they're like, "No, you gave me COVID. You, you're lying. That's not real. Whatever." Oh. And then, actually, you know, there's another. I, I was reminded of this story because I saw it on a TikTok of another nurse complaining about how the guy literally left the hospital because the alarms were ringing too much because he had low oxygen, and he was getting mad because the nurses were coming in there to give him more oxygen or to put more, and he's like, "I can't sleep." Or whatever. I'm, I don't know. I gave him a southern but, accent because fuck like, you. Sir, it fits. sir, you're you're not falling asleep. You're passing out. This is very I, different. I, I know you're trying. Like, I know you're trying to sleep, but you just say your your body does not have enough oxygen to function. Why is that making so much noise? I, I need to sleep. And he left. Yeah. And then his family, like genuinely, were like mad that they could not come visit a COVID patient. You know, like there was like a whole thing. And it's also it's like. Because of people with such a huge audience like Joe Rogan, which Spotify has paid a hundred million dollars or whatever the fuck per episode. I don't even know, like the hundred million dollars a year to have exclusive rights to his podcast. Right. Which I'm assuming when they made that deal, they were like, Yeah, great, we'll get him. And then now they're like, Fuck. Yeah. Now they're stuck in the middle of this thing. Yes. They have removed a bunch of podcasts, like tens of thousands of podcasts that are putting out COVID misinformation. Ah. But 
but his Joe Rogan has, right, right, right. you know, somebody on that tells people that, you know, that is spreading misinformation about vaccines. And he's just, hey, I'm just asking questions. Nah, man, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like you're you're you there's like a certain level of responsibility with that much audience. Mm-hmm. And then now are some recording artists are like, take my music off Spotify because I don't want it to be associated with this guy. Yeah, but the thing is, like, do you think that some of the people who are saying that are kind of capitalizing on the the fuck Joe Rogan sentimentality oh, because absolutely. of the fact that because of the fact that realistically, many music artists have talked about the fact that the Spotify actually doesn't pay them that well. Yeah, like, but paying I'm, their music, so they're just kind of like, sure, fuck it, <laughs> and like you're like, yeah, like they don't lose that much money, but because they pay like the only people that pay less is like amazon music and so when neil young was the kind of the spearhead of like take my music off the thing because he's been a fucking protest musician since you know back in the 60s yeah that's what that's his thing and so he's like yeah you know i pull my pull my stuff off the off the spotify and then starts shilling for Amazon Music. Like, hey, Jeff Bezos, thank you for what they pay less. Like they're worse to the yeah. artists. They just happen. And also, I'm you, sure you there's plenty could. of COVID misinformation on fucking Amazon yeah. too. And on top of that, it's one of those things where like you can't all of a sudden say Jeff Bezos is a good guy if you're talking like No, Jeff Bezos is a he's they're literally cartoonish supervillains. They yeah. are comic book villains trying to take all the money that could go to help people and shoot dick-shaped rockets into space. Yeah. And like ultimately um, sometimes these platforms that are hosting things like I think maybe we give them too much power in like their opinion in the sense of like I don't know. Like, I don't feel like we should be like putting any one of these fuckers on, on a pedestal. No, no. Or absolutely like, not. And we're congratulating the pro- one over the other for who they are. Like, it's just one of those things where you're like, bro, if I could stick a, stick a warning. No, no. It's stick a, a warning on this shit. It's a nightmare. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, this is interesting. Pico, I don't love Joe Rogan, but I liked his apology. His apo- I've, I've not heard oh, I seen his apology. an apology. He shouldn't be spreading misinformation. He should stick to entertainment and not make it about health. Mm. In quotes. Um, As Fox News says, shut up and dribble. Right, but like he's done it for a long time already. Like he's been doing horrible, like he's responsible for straight up people like taking his advice and dying. Is there a Joe Rogan apology? Do you see some? I think so. Apparently, I know. Hold on, my thoughts on the where is it? No, he's not a video. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (sighs) I wish there was just writing of it instead, but I can't play that. Speaking on this topic for a second, this was no. This is this is a show about a show about the. I sometimes I just want someone to just write it out. Uh, I look forward to coming to the podcast. Um, yeah, because some people were also being like, "All oh, the rock supports him." Fuck that! Oh, okay. No, the rock just doesn't just like support everyone who's like, "I'm trying to prove." Because that's like his old line. Ah, uh, okay. Should I read it? Oh, did you I, find I, it? I found a transcript of it. Okay. Controversial podcast host Joe Rogan has issued an apology after scientific and medical experts accused his hugely popular program of promoting misinformation. Mr. Rogan posted a video on Instagram explaining his position, uh, uh, his position on the matter. Read the transcript of his comments below. Mm. Okay. Hello, friends, or whatever he says. I wanted to make a video to address some of the controversy that's been going on over the past few days. And first of all, to say thank you to everyone that sent love and support. 
I truly, truly appreciate it. And it's been very nice to hear from you. I wanted to make this video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have distorted perception of what I do. Oh, I can feel it coming. I can <laughs> feel it coming. The bullshit. Uh, it's like, let me just straighten things out before I give you an apology that's like, hey, I'm sorry, you got your feelings hurt. Um, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm sorry it took us this long to address the problem. Or, and it's like, no, you uh, apologize for your thing. I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, um, uh, have distorted the perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. The podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation. I've listened to it and they're right. Specifically yeah. about two episodes. They're all of the ones where he starts talking shit. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep cutting in a little bit. I don't know which one is you. I don't know which one's your opinion and what's yeah, yeah. But specifically about two: one with Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Doctor, oh. these this feels like a lawyer told him to say these words. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist, and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of the mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both of these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and, have, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I have no idea if any of that's true. He just said it. Now, I could go research Dr. Malone uh, and Dr. McCullough, but whatever. Um, yeah. I wanted to hear it what they exactly make for interesting. It's the ivermectin recording. guy that got fucked over when he he, he 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 was part of a study. I do know a little bit about this. He was part of a study. I think it's that was studying Pepsid, Pepsid, and the way it was beneficial to COVID patients. Mm -hmm. And then he went off the rails into uh, hydrochloroquine and ivermectin, mm -hmm. which. Technically, are antivirals and blah 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 blah, but the 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 way that they were being trialed, like he was saying that it was the next thing, probably get and and I think there was a thing. I again, I'm speaking out of my ass. I don't have it in front of me, but I know that there was some money changed hands between some manufacturer or whatever, like the, for for the study to happen that mm -hmm. says that that whatever. It's basically like pay for the 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 it was funded by mercenary that. science. You know, like I'm gonna hire you to do the work of the science that I need to make the claims that I can, right. you know, that I want to, yeah, whatever. Um, all the time. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to hear what their opinion is and I had them on. And because of that, those episodes in particular, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They are, um, they had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. It doesn't really sound like an apology so far. No way at all. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID. You'd be if you'd be removed from social media. Not true. That is a fucking straight up lie. They would. They would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. What the fuck are you? Okay. If you said, I don't think cloth masks, cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. There's nuance to that fucking idiot. Now that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you had, if you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast. 
that had been I don't accused remember of dangerous any of those things being banned. Like I do remember. No, he's he's exaggerating. I, I do remember them being like some things being like, oh, is that really it? That like it, it was always part of the conversation. And then he, oh, I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely. Not an apology. I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. Whenever I see, whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. I'm not interested in only taking talking to people that have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why sure. I had Sanjay Gupta on. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together, he has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. He is on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. I had Peter, okay, who is a vaccine expert. I'm interested in finding out what is correct. I'm also finding out how people come to these these conclusions and what the facts are. How the fuck long is this thing? Uh, Joni Mitchell also removed her music. Is he just essentially saying the same thing that a lot of people have said, being like he's just the guy behind a mic, and like other people are just glorifying him? Because I've no, I've known, look, I've known many people who are like cultish about how much they follow him, which that I won't necessarily blame him for, because like fan people are fan people, <sighs> like you know, I don't, I don't think a lot of famous people out there would be like, how dare you? Love Whatever, <laughs> yeah, I'll put this in the, I'll put this in the chat. You know. Like the um, amount of like I dated someone who used to freaking swear by alpha brain and all the supplements and like do everything. He did. literally sells non FDA approved supplements and then was talking shit about the vaccine not being FDA approved. Like, motherfucker, you make money off of stuff that's not approved by the FDA. Oh, I've had the Pico comment up this whole time. Ooh. How would people know our names? Um <laughs> But, but like he is so uh what did Pico say after that he said uh joe Rogan. the guy that left the hospital also did um that was nary yeah. uh pico joe rogan is famous for being the dumb guy in news radio not not to anymore he is no. not even the fear factor guy he is joe motherfucking rogan from the ufc and from yeah. his podcast arguably bigger than even the ufc his ufc audience um He's the reason uh, I know me- most of the people people I know who do jujitsu now do it because of Rogan. And look, I'm not saying he isn't a good commentator for the UFC. That's mm-hmm. a good gig. He doesn't have to talk about global public health crises on the fucking UFC fights. He just yeah. sticks to what he knows. That's the thing. That's what he knows. And the whole concept of like, he's been up his own ass about shit for so long and when he had like he's had jordan peterson on the past he's had like when he has ben shapiro on when he talks about trans people like his you know like there's so much of the stuff that he says with soup like of absolute authority mm-hmm. in like like it makes it sound and then afterwards he's like oh well you know i don't really know i'm, I'm not that guy it's like well why the fuck didn't you say it like that joe rogan words <laughs> matter um and and Neri's right. It's more of an explanation than an apology. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like I don't care why you did and it, man. I know so why funny. you did it. It's so you funny because listen. the moment the moment you even just write Joe Rogan apology, right? The things that pop up are so vastly different from each other. It's like Dwayne Wayne, Dwayne Johnson, 
praises Joe Rogan for his apology. Another article, like something from like Futurism, like Joe Rogan issues absolutely terrible apology. And then the View host praised Joe Rogan for a refreshing apology. And I'm just like, oh, it here. It, sometimes it does feel like I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I understand how some people could feel like you're fucked if you do, fucked if you don't. <laughs> this is like I do kind of get that sometimes. When I'm looking at that, I'm like, God, really. Right. And, like, and no matter he, what he says at the moment, people are going to be pissed and, off. And, and the thing is, is that, yeah, he look, if you if you have that big of an audience, there is a, like, bite you in the ass. The yeah, there is that ass. whole snake eating its own tail of fandom, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because even if he does, like, to be honest, with the fans that he has now and how vocal they are, even if he did start taking a different stance or maybe um, maybe putting an asterisk on things a little more or like trying to do things a little in a way that would actually appease uh, some of like his, like people who aren't fans of him at the minute, his fans would get pissed. Well, he had on a guy that talked about climate change being not real, right? (laughs) So forget about COVID misinformation. That's like reality misinformation. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. It's not an equal argument. There is a thousand, there's, there's 99.99999% of scientists that say one thing and you want to talk to that one guy because, Hey, everyone's opinion is equal. No, 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 no. This guy's opinion is outweighed by literally everyone else. So you don't have to talk to this guy. I can have an opinion that climate change is caused by, you know, like, uh, cracks in the earth and a fucking celestial is coming out of it because I watched Eternals and I thought it was real because I'm so fucking crazy. You know, like there's, I could, I could have that theory, write and publish and publish something on fucking WordPress, create a site that looks pretty official, send it to Joe Rogan and be like, hey, you want to come talk about my uh, celestial seed climate change theory? No, of course not. So why are you talking to these people that say it doesn't exist when we obviously do? I'm sorry, it does, it does not make sense. And then. This is the telling thing mm-hmm. in the search results when you type in Joe Rogan apology. One of them is Spotify stock rebounds after Joe Rogan apology. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, yes, corporate overlords. Do your, do, yeah. I mean, that's it. He's yeah. probably stuck in that contract too. I mean, I, 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 for sure, no company wants this bad press, especially Spotify that already has so much bad press. For not paying people enough, right? To give, Spotify has got a hundred hundred million dollars to give to Joe Rogan, but he's they're paying like point three of a cent to every stream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, fuck Joe Rogan. Enough of that guy. Fuck. That's all the information. <laughs> Unless I there's man, anything have, you'd like to add. Have, final moments. Final Joe Roganisms. I don't know. Honestly, I have such complicated feelings uh, when it comes to his stuff because, like, it's very much like okay. Um, I like South Park. I like Rick and Morty. A lot of people who like Rick and Morty, who are huge fans of it, kind of fucking suck. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of fucking suck. The fandom is not great a lot of times. Like, fandom for things can sometimes get toxic, just like Star Wars. Like, anything, any fandom, like, can get toxic. And I feel like as if he's, Joe Rogan could be one of those people who's kind of famous enough where he all of a sudden has formed these fanboys who have like glommed on to maybe certain parts of him that maybe that's yeah. not all he is. And he's We've like, talked about, 
yeah, we've talked about psychosocial relationships on the show before where yeah, people yeah. are like, that's my friend. Yeah. I am a valuable person because of I agree with this popular person yeah. like that. That kind of one sided like, no, I have to defend my friend. I doesn't know who you are. You know, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not that's not anything. Yeah. But the truth of it is, is that it it is very strong for the people who believe it, for the people who have these relationships. Like yeah. it's in the nerd communities, like the 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 McElroys. I don't know if you know the Adventure Zone and the My Brother, My Brother and Me, those yeah. guys. Their fandom is one of those where it's only like good vibes only, but to the point mm -hmm. of being toxically positive, like toxic positivity. Yeah, yeah, that ignores all the, like, all like no, oh, no, that. But basically, it creates an environment where there's no such thing as criticism. Yeah. Um. Because in the moment you have any kind of critique, it's like, how dare you? This and in reality, place. Yeah. In reality, <laughs> it's, it's very. There is no warm bonding to say. It started as a couple, as like a, a, a bunch Sorry, of brothers. That was like an Avatar reference. What did you say? I made some random Avatar reference. There is no warm bonding to say. Like yes, there. Yeah, exactly. It's very, yes. That is a, a perfect metaphor because it becomes this thing of like, what? No, they're great. And then any flaw in them, suddenly you take it personally. It's like, oh, no. Yeah. And that must mean that I am wrong. And then it's yeah. like, yeah, maybe. You yeah. know, you, you, like, you, I actually you, used to listen to the podcast. Like, uh, not my brother, my brother, me. I actually have, I don't have the time to sit down. Like, I have way too many podcasts I'm listening to right yes. now. Um, <laughs> I will one day because I do hear good I'm doing audiobooks now. So it's not that I'm better than you, but <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd be lying if it's like, oh, I would love to say I'm doing audiobooks. I'm actually just listening to like uh, a lot of like Dimension 20 and <laughs> Dimension 20. The, but there, that is a, like the D and D fandom is one of those both toxic nerdity and gatekeepy and all that stuff and toxic positivity, like yeah, both ends both. of the spectrum. It's fascinating. It's it is fucking fascinating. It is an odd, like an anthropological study needs to be yeah. done about just dungeons and dragons players. Yeah. Because, because depending on what generation you've come in and even like, and even at what um, edition you came in. Yeah. Or even just nerd culture. Ooh, nerd culture is fucking nerd culture in general is one of those things that like isn't a real thing and it's just a marketing tool like millennials and gen z it's just a marketing tool it's, it literally is an advertiser's term it's it, none of that is based on any kind of like realistically the only generational shifts aren't years it's technology technology really. that's yeah. literally it and then so the all the like oh i was born in 80 whatever no you you even the micro generations are separated based on which Nintendo you had, you know, yeah. are, yeah, like, did you have to blow into the cartridge? Like, didn't you have to, I swear to you, it's true. Like they're like, the, have you ever known life without a smartphone? There are yeah. adults now who have never not had a smartphone. Oh my God. I, ex I explained the other day, the reference to like a landline to my niece, like the, the thing of like being on the phone and twirling the, yeah. the string. <laughs> Yeah, there was like, a thing. That was a thing you did. <laughs> do you, oh, you used to just leave your house without your phone? It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I wasn't taking I, the whole thing with me. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember, you know, like uh, uh, those. Cell those... phones are still so rare that I used to have the Nokia brick, but like the ones you could actually change and customize like the, the case and everything mm. to. I once lost my phone and within weeks, someone else in the school 
found it in like my school, which is one of the most populated schools in the entire fucking country because they recognized it (laughs) because like phones are still so rare and unique and all these things that they were like, oh, that's that one girl's phone. It's like cars now. Every car kind of looks the same. Every Mm -hmm. phone now kind of looks the same. There's no like uniqueness struggling through the barriers of infant technology, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But yeah, like all of those. My pink hair is just because I can't decorate my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think tattoos have gotten so popular? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Pico wants us to get to the asshole. Let me let's get to am I the asshole? So I could I would say Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan is the asshole. If that were an (laughs) am I the asshole segment, then Joe Rogan is an asshole. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of Reddit, we do we were talking earlier off air about the fact that we do tend to just go over am I the asshole quite a bit on yes. the show. And there is so many, well, look, Reddit is a, is I a, got one narrative. So I'm, I'm going through the chat and mm-hmm. we're not going to do an, am I the asshole, but we are going to do a something. Th- th- think about this. Like we need to pro versus con or whose side are you on oh. kind of argument. Okay. Um, here's the headline. But wait, what form did you find? Is it if I'm the also one? Or no, did you, no, no, no. What subreddit did you find it on? It's, uh, I think it might be relationship advice or one of those other okay. like like ones, but it's not in the in the image. I'm sorry, I don't I don't have the the subreddit that it is from. Uh-huh. But the title is, my dying wife asked me if I'd be okay if she had sex with her ex one last time. Okay, are we all on board with the premise? My dying wife asked me if I'd be okay <laughs> if she had sex with her ex one last time. Okay, here we go. Let that sit for a second. Yeah, I'm, I'm marinating. I'm in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feel them juices. Yeah. I can't have this tied to my mane, but I really need to say something about it and have no one I can tell. So this is a, a not like a throwaway account. My wife has a terminal disease. She is projected to live at most nine months. I am, of course, destroyed. We've been together for a decade. I don't remember life without her, and I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. I don't. I have been doing my best to make the last days of her life good and grant whatever wish I can. This is not going to be an easy choice. The doctors said that she will likely need uh, she she was likely to need a wheelchair in four or five months. Then by month nine, but month eight, she'll be bedridden for the last few weeks. That's if she doesn't decline faster. Recently, she sat me down and told me that one of the things she wanted to do was have sex with a previous partner of hers. I, of course, was shocked. And when I asked why the fuck she wants that, so I asked why the fuck she wants that. So basically, she thinks that her most physically compatible, satisfying lover was him. She gave a whole monologue about how sex sometimes is just physical and how emotionally fulfilling sex is with me. But it was bullshit to get to that point. So now I'm left with this. Deny my dying wife a wish for her own ego. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Deny my dying wife a wish for my own ego. Or let her go fuck another man who she feels was better. Honestly, I'm so pissed off and betrayed that she asked this of me. I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to say yes because she's dying. 
I know what I want to say, but I don't know if that's right. I'm so hurt that sex with an ex was apparently so good that she needs to do it once before she dies. I hate everything about this. A real, a real fucker of a, of a, of a catch 22 situation. Holy fuck. That is a selfish choice. (laughs) That is a, Neri posted this in the thread earlier, and I don't know if he meant for us to do it on the show or not, but I was, I've been thinking about this all day. Just because, not for myself, but more like, because I have no idea what I would do in this situation. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. So, no, no, no. I know what I would logically do, but I have no idea if I would react logically to this. Right? Right. Because the thing is, like, you're so tied up in your desperation to please this, per- please this person and your love for them and your devotion to them that you want to do anything to make them happy, especially with, like, mortality on the line. <laughs> like, the death facing them. Like, you're like, I don't want to deny you anything but for death. But then also, how are you supposed to? You're the one who has to keep living with that. Like, you have to live the rest of your life knowing that your one and only oh, man. did not did did not want your connection at the end i i did i think and it's Hilda- one of those things where like all of a sudden like bro if this was if this is her life literally flashing before her eyes was the last 10 years like just imagine the dude's position to hear that yeah like that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking like i can't help but also just think of this guy because the thing is like yes imagining this woman not wanting to miss a certain thing before she dies sure but like how distraught and in denial does she have to be to bring this up to her person yeah and be like hey like it's is she's much she must be just very in this denial fuck it space (sighs) where she's Uh, like i'm not gonna be here yeah I think Hilda put it best with oof. Yes. Oof doofa. What the like genuinely, Pico, short and sweet. She's dying. Fuck it. I, I mean Yes, no, but Chiquita, also, Chiquita brings up a good point. Chiquita, we don't need to know no, what she says. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> but also, why would she ask? Just do it. The fact that she even asked why, so hurtful for the husband, so unfair. So no, final answer. And also, rotten hell for even asking. Right? Damn, baby. No matter what, he has to live with Woo. that shit. And like, Chiquita brings up a good point. Like, would you count it against this woman for just doing a quick cheat before she dies i mean first for, of all and for the all sake right. of not hurting the person she loves like but also like i would anyone who wasn't dying i'd be like you're a dickhead here's here's She's where a dickhead anyway. here's where i'm at with this as someone who wants to make jokes <laughs> I, <laughs> Uh, I'm traumatized. I've been sitting here having an actual like reaction. I'm like, I I would like to joke around about this dying woman's request for dick. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to. We. I am not a bad person, but I am on a show (laughs) where we are talking (laughs) about this story. Now, from many perspectives, first, first of all. How does this woman know that this ex would even want to do it? Mm. Right? Like, right. he's a person. He's She's th- still thinking of that man as the also, dick it's been a fucking that decade. dicked her down. Yeah, like, but what I'm if like, he's off also, his game? 
Yeah. yeah. Like he's probably had other partners since then. Like he may not be the same lay. Like I've gone back to like past experiences in the past and just been like, oh, oh. I should have not revisited. It's kind of like, you know, yeah. oh, you when you watch a movie like that you used to love as a kid and then you watch it again and you're like, oh, this doesn't hold up. Like it's the same thing with exes. Like Ew, We yeah. have a saying for that on this show called kid eyes. I do not want to use that. No, for not what for you're that. Talking no, about. no, this no, is no, not, not at all. Not at all. No, but you do. You do have like time away from an ex like sexual partner does sometimes just give it just just the good bits and then you don't remember maybe like the really unpleasant feeling of that person's body hair when they just shaved or like what if the the sex was good because of where you were in your life at that time and now now, that you're dying you go back and you fuck that guy you cheat on your husband before you die his last thought of you is you fucking another guy and it's not gonna be the same it's not you're fucking this guy and the entire time you're like I'm an asshole I'm a dickhead I'm this and you're just like sitting there and just being like I'm just gonna try to fuck myself back to life like (laughs) what a sentence (laughs) i mean at this point like because in your mind you'd have to know that there's no way it would be the same there's it, it will be it will fall short of whatever your expectation is at this point why wouldn't you just buy like one of those like j- like jackhammer dildos vibrating things and like destroy yourself before the like die on a dildo like like who go out on one of those like literally go machines. out with a bang yeah <laughs> like why because at least that way it's not cheating maybe your husband will be involved in running the machine or yeah. you know be- yeah, like, get, 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 get into some kinky shit with your husband. Like, go crazy. Go to a freaking, like, like, a eyes wide shut party. I don't know, man. But, like, keep the man involved. <laughs> like, she's literally saying these last 10 years are not important enough as an orgasm I had 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, like, I still think about a fuck I had 12 years ago over everything we've built together exactly i don't know if they have kids or not and i'd be like and i know you love me but i don't love you enough to give a fuck how you feel after i'm gone (laughs) yes oh my god it's like okay it's not it's not the same thing but remember the movie indecent proposal where robert redford offers to be more a million dollars and then woody harrelson is like yeah do it yeah man it's a million dollars go for and then it destroys everybody involved sure (laughs) <laughs> yeah like yeah like that like yeah except uh, it's like a disease <laughs> and, it's and not and a look, million dollars <laughs> he doesn't get to invest this shit in bitcoin I, I, like, I, I, he's pico, like, explain this pico it says lo the x thing makes it weird but she's dying right she's she's dying but the thing the, like it's not about it being weird it's about she's gonna go out she she's allowed to do whatever she wants but she's with a man who then is not dying Mm. is it is it is it like sensitive is it is it her her be is she the asshole for throwing everything away for for like knowing that this man will have to live with that after diseased like like because at this point the disease isn't taking her from him she She is (laughs) leaving him in her final hours before death 
like a real kind of. death but like with permit but, but with permission to still be like oh but the last few months i want you to be there holding my hand at the end after yeah. my hand has been done doing other things like Nar- yeah nary says should have just cheated like like genuinely if okay i i'm never <laughs> going to i'm never going to say cheating is okay but this time cheating is okay like just do it you're gonna be dead and you would rather him not know you know what i mean like because yeah, it's, like, it's not it's not the the cheating doesn't destroy relationships it's the suspicion and knowledge of cheating that destroys relationships ignorance is bliss in certain situations especially if there's like i like if you tr- you know you trust your partner there's no reason they've never given you any reason to distrust them if they have why are you still why are they still your partner and if they haven't then it's you being paranoid you know oh hold on chiquita i gotta make sure well if we're going to joke around then denying a dying lady's last wish i mean see okay this is not a cigarette this is not a cigarette before the firing line though (laughs) (laughs) it's like what's your last meal before we put you to the electric chair Dick. <laughs> dark. We've gone dark today. <laughs> I know, but like, but also, like, what about this ex guy? Like, wouldn't he have questions? Like, wouldn't he have questions? And if, like, who was the guy? And, like, all of a sudden, like, if you're the guy and, like, you weren't interested in your ex anymore, like, maybe, maybe she just really doesn't look the same. Then you're just not, she's not, you're not into her shit anymore. And you, like, you weren't a fan, right? Like, maybe she liked it more than you liked hers. It's not the best lay he's ever had. Right? What if if he's, like, just okay with it? But then she calls him and she tells him she's dying. Like, (laughs) how is he supposed to, like, how is that supposed to work? (laughs) What if, here's the thing. (laughs) What if she has built up this relationship in her mind for the last 12 years? And it was, like, she goes to the guy and the guy's like, what? (laughs) Being like, oh yeah, like what is she screaming? He's like, I never slept with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> or like, just one of those things where he's just like, oh yeah, I was on some shit that night. Like, just the, it's like, <laughs> cue the Kirby that enthusiasm music where it's like, ah, oh, oh no, it was that other guy. <laughs> like she fucks this guy, and then she's like, oh. My mistake. That wasn't the guy that. No, no, no. It wasn't this one. It, I confused it for another guy. It's yeah. been twelve was, years. Was, what do you yeah, want it's been twelve me? years. I was partying a lot that weekend. Uh, Actually, let's uh, go back. Someone else, like. Let me no, I got a list. We'll have a list. I want to. F- we'll start here, and then until I get to the right one, we'll. This I'm the, screw this all these is guys. the world's weirdest make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <sighs> Uh, what's this? Uh, Nary signs the ex would want to do it because well, the ex is still a dude, yes, yeah. Nary, yes. Uh, uh, Chiquita talking about the former boyfriend saying no to that wish, yo, right here, yeah, <laughs> right, oh. right. Oh man, oh. this is like I, I've been i've been rolling this around in my head since I read it, and well, here's the thing, what would you do? Like, what would you do? She wants to do it. So, okay. So, so there's a, there's definitely a time frame in which this would have to happen. Yeah. Right. Because she, if she, if she's going to be in a wheelchair, like, so, do you think she's already, she's already in his DMs? 
she has been for 12 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? there's no way that this is out of the blue. You know what I mean? Like, unless, unless, I mean, I don't know, man. If like a lot of weird things happen, like this is in the, in all seriousness, when you're faced with like the end, you reevaluate a lot of things. There's a million movies about it, you know, like, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and in, in real life, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. I, I saw some, I, I've seen a guy in the ER just want a divorce. Like suddenly, <laughs> like get out. And you're not my wife anymore, and I don't want this anymore. And then we were all like, "Okay, I will continue drawing blood, and uh, that uh, I will continue evaluating you." Or would you, just like, like, you, would you like some mm-hmm. ice chips? <laughs> would you like us to call security? Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, we can we can validate your parking. Yeah. Neri, <laughs> uh, maybe your husband will be involved in killing you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> It's like it's like yeah, I'll let you fuck that guy only if you let me kill you after. Yeah. Be like, I'm gonna turn off. I'm flicking the switch. I'm flicking the switch early. <laughs> oh, this is so. <laughs> Where he's but... like, yeah, because suddenly she has to put her life back in this guy's hands. Yeah. <laughs> what if at he's the very like, end, she's gonna she's be in a wheelchair? What she... if he's like like wheelchairing her next to a cliff or something, and is like, yeah, yeah, go call your ex boyfriend for that. Ah, you know, like what happens? Yeah. Like it's one of those things where like how do you, like you, he she trusts him so much to Oof, be like there at the very end and to like put her life in his hands the whole thing. No, oh, um, yeah. This, <laughs> this, uh, way, this this sounds like the the makings of one of those like lifetime yes like movie things or like an SVU episode of right. like what happened to this woman. Oh, it turns out she wanted to fuck this guy. Oh, this husband that we thought was super devoted. Turns out. <laughs> I saw he's a bit. He's, 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 I know he's cuckolded by by guilt. He's he was cuckolded by time. Yeah, like a ti- like a time machine. Like he genuinely by a memory. She's like, you've never been as good as this memory. Yeah, that I have. Like I was. We've been talking. I, I, I've been on a, a text thread with my friend Will Will Watkins, hilarious guy. Newest Captain America. Yes, he. he no, I swear <laughs> to God, he needs to cosplay comic book Aquaman. He looks like fucking oh, Arthur yeah. Curry from the comic book. He is so yes. good. He's so in shape. Um, but right. More, pow- more power to him, bro. He, right? he looks fantastic. I keep telling him he should go like whatever. And it helps that he's still so fucking funny. Like, you're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's great. great. We were talking about the book of Boba Fett and Star Wars and how people uh, were like shitting all over it. And it's like, when, and I got so mad. It's like all of the people complaining about it would be like the kind of person who like couldn't enjoy an orgasm because it wasn't as good as a half remembered nut from before. You know, like like something <laughs> they've altered in their mind that to be better than it was originally. You know, like mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, my God, I fucking love Thundercats. Have you watched the Thundercats as an adult? No. It, the animation is terrible. The only good you thing about you shouldn't revisit old shit. <laughs> there's some things that do still hold up, but you run the risk. Like the only good thing about '80s and '90s cartoons were the intros, like the theme songs and the opening animation that they put all the money into, and then the rest of it was just like you know, half fucking done. And it's just like, rah, 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 yeah. like blue lasers, red lasers, you know. Yeah. Um, but we can't we can't end the show on this note. No. <laughs> so I have another thing that I, okay, okay, that okay. I think okay, good, is good. worth. Although wait, she made another comment. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I better be the primary beneficiary of your life insurance, bish. 
You've been warned. Well, if you would have asked nicely, <laughs> but because you call me a bitch, and you didn't have the courage to say bitch. <laughs> See, that's what I want is I want you to be true to yourself because I know what you meant. I want you to communicate with me effectively <laughs> and honestly and openly and call me a bitch if you feel it. I'm just waiting for her to respond with bitch. Yeah, probably. Um, but I will leave <laughs> you. Gonna wait till you're off the air. I'm going like, to leave in your ear. bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to I have to go to her later. I, when this ends, my life will continue much like that guy's life after his wife dies. And he, this man's going to need so much therapy. Um, so much therapy. Well, we'll like, like, honestly, I've done that, that thing of like revisiting ex partners before. Mm. And like, because I had, I was single and I had the memory of things being fun. And then the moment like we hooked up and in my head, I was like, Oh, it wasn't that it was fun. Is that we didn't fucking know what we were doing yet. And you still don't. <laughs> <laughs> shots fucking fired um uh chiquita well hilda with the gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere yes yes yeah. undefeated those cartoons were the best and, they all and i will not read watch them for the fear no, that they no. um uh chiquita uh not me Funny. not you love if i were that guy great mm. good. Yes. right right um yeah, that's very sweet. But we'll end on this more positive note because okay. I know this might be relevant to your interests. My Q aunt was saved, dot, 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 by BTS. I shit you not. That's the title of this post. My what? A, a, a Q aunt. A Q aunt. Like an aunt that is a Q oh, person. Oh, QAnon. A Q, a Q person, an aunt of, of this person's. I've made two posts on this sub in the past about my liberal left-wing Q aunt who descended down the rabbit hole of Q lore from cabals who eat kids to Democrats slash Hollywood celebs trafficking people to Epstein Island. Mm -hmm. Actually, that one's true. <laughs> One day, it all just stopped. She stopped sharing Q stuff, stopped believing in it, started talking about liberal stuff again like it never happened. I was baffled. Did she have dementia? A stroke? I found out the answer. It was Korean boy band BTS. <laughs> the fuck? She started getting into K-pop as soon as Dynamite was released. And dear Lord, now she knows their names, their mom's names, their favorite food, etc. From what she told me, they inspired her to be a better person. They would make donations to Black Lives Matter, rally for accessible mental health for all, and promote self-love and compassion. And now she is an army. And I guess that's that. I'm not a big BTS fan, but if you're reading this and are BTS or a member of, of the army, thank you. What the fuck? Thanks so much. What a plot twist. I'm going to go lie down now. <laughs> So see, this you, is where this is where fandoms go right. Then it is like the BTS fandom is like a weird army for good. They're like Good Trouble Army, like the yeah, because they go after like people who do weird, like bad shit all the time, and then they'll do like really like innocent stuff to fuck with them. Like when like, the just, <clears throat> like when they they were giving away tickets to that 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 uh trump rally in arizona mm. or wherever it was that they were like we're gonna have to open an outdoor space millions of people are coming oh my god they yeah and just millions of a bunch of bts fans being like ha, 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 ha. it's because the website did not cap 
how and did not use unique identifiers to request those tickets. Everybody, and so all of the BTS army went and just they got mm-hmm. fucked over by TikTok teens. Yeah, and it was bad. It was there's times, so there's times where I just like I just love Gen Z so much. Just I mm. I love I I, I just love yeah, I forget about I love Gen their Z. Work. I refuse to use those labels anymore. These people <laughs> did a great job. Good work, you yeah. people. Um, the so look, I think we've found the solution. We just need to do that thing that they did in Ghostbusters 2, where they spray the good slime. Yes. And oh. they start playing that. And they fix New York. Taking me higher. higher, higher. higher. But we do it with BTS. We just got to go into the heart of the South. <laughs> And just cover them in boy band slime. <laughs> we gotta get a band with big speakers, <laughs> and we gotta start boy banding it up out there. I yeah. guarantee you, we will change some minds. <laughs> yeah, like some of them will at least be like, "He kind of pretty." <laughs> and <we're> like, <laughs> I'm confused by all this androgyny. <laughs> So it has deactivated my anger in a way that I was not prepared for. I all of a sudden understand pronouns. <laughs> I, I mean, are they? Is this what they mean by they? Then yeah. this is what they mean by they? Then I, I mean that's fine. It's just a pretty man. <laughs> uh, sorry, a pretty person. Oh yeah, yeah BT- yes. yes, good. I am learning. Rights for all people. Black practicing. Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man, it's yeah. It's all about unlearning. It's all about unlearning. Is there anything we did not, any topics we did not get to? No, we got it all. Eminem and Dolly Parton mm-hmm. nailed it. Dolly mm-hmm. Parton is the best. Go to Dollywood. I wa- I would, I would let Chiquita get ready. Next time we go visit my dad, I want us to go to Dollywood. Um, then Brian Flores, Susie NFL, and the shit storm that surround that, that is the, the Dolphins organization. As a person on the outside, like that was fascinating to me. It. It's wild. And uh, people are pissed at Spotify, a.k.a. uh, Joe Rogan enablers. And then we got the weird... uh, Which I have complicated feelings about that one. I have complicated feelings when it comes to that stuff. About the Joe Rogan thing? Yeah. It's it's hard because you know what's fucked up? Because one thing we didn't talk about is that in, in, in the same stories, in the same news segment, they were talking about joe rogan having his speech be a cancel culture mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> they were not talking about texas ban texas uh, schools a division of the government that runs off of your and my tax dollars that is actually held accountable by the first amendment banning books for children did you not mm, hear about this? No. They were they're literally going crazy banning anything that could possibly be critical race theory, portray oh, something in a negative was, light, yeah, portray like, white slavery, all that shit. Like they're banning literally like banning books Nazi style. And they are literally one of them, a private organization, a private company making profits off of this person and enabling them to speak freely. Verse and people deal, you know, voicing their opinions on it, which is not a violation of the First Amendment. And all these First Amendment people are focusing on this one. Right. When there's literally government uh, or agencies banning and censoring literature in a violation of the First Amendment. Bro, the way, here, and, nobody, and they're like, the oh, way this reminds me of Fahrenheit 451. Hands oh, yeah. down, one of my favorite books of all time. I've never read it. So good. So fucking good. And so relevant to nowadays. Like, I'm constantly reminded of it. Constantly reminded of it. I'm, I'm not going to be one of those motherfuckers that says, it's like 1984. I've never read it. I don't know. I only know the pop culture 
uh, references of 1984. So I'm not going to so, like, say. So like Fahrenheit 451 um, is about like burning books. So it's about a guy who's like a fireman, a firefighter. Like that's what his that's what his job is, and it's the importance of it is burning books. Um, and it just shows the change in him and when he starts reading them and things. Uh, but like you get to see things through his eyes and like him looking at the society around him because even his, I think it's his wife. Yeah, I think it's his wife. Um, his relationship with her and you start seeing how kind of shallow it is because she's constantly distracted and like not fully invested in him because she's distracted by all these multiple screens uh, all over the wall with all these talking heads uh, and it's practically sometimes like she's talking to some of them and interacting and it's never, I don't remember if it was very clear if she actually is interacting or she feels like she has a relationship with them, which always reminds me of the parasocial thing. But like, I'm literally sitting in a room and I have four different, yeah, five, six, seven screens in this room. <laughs> it's Yeah, we are living. Okay. That's one of those things where <clears throat> I saw a tweet where it was like a writer writes a science fiction story about the horrors of uh, this technology that is like an example of like a horrible thing. And we should never do that. Cut to 20 years later, giant multinational corporation. We've created the horror machine from that yeah. you know and love from yeah. the book Fahrenheit for whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know, like they it's like, it hey, did you not fun? learn the lesson? Yeah. Like, hey, guys, we made we made a T-1000. Isn't guys, that fun? Skynet. And Skynet who, is a thing. Isn't it so funny? We called it Skynet. So it's uh-huh. like ironic. It's like, no, 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 that's the monster thing. You yeah. were specifically told not to make Skynet by yeah. the like, people I'm sure there Skynet is still bad. There's still scientists who are still trying to clone the fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> like, they're still trying to do the thing with the dinosaurs at all times. All right, that's kind of cool. I don't want... I, I'm going to be okay with the uh, like, dinosaurs. I just, I just want to find out if... If my constant joke is true and that T-Rexes are really just giant chickens. They are. Gi- okay. That's a whole topic for another story. We got to yeah. talk about it off mic because I will get passionate. Uh, also, and, <laughs> on a, and on a final note, show BTS to your weird Q family members and they will be re- reclaimed. Really you know, I'm going to try it. I'm gonna, I have one person I can test it out on. Yes. You send it <laughs> I and wanna... I, we'll talk about We'll get updates next on the next I, episode of yeah, Woobro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching to What's Up, Bro podcast. <clears throat> uh, I am Mike Mercado. This is Stephanie Mayer Sr. Uh, we've been talking straight for an hour. We did it. Just the two of us. Isn't that exciting? I'm so proud. And like, I only screamed Eat the Rich like four times. I know. Yeah. I, I didn't reach for the hat at all. Um, no. There were some you. times we probably could have. <laughs> we totally could have. Um, <laughs> If you are listening to this in the future on the podcast, on the audio podcast, uh, you can watch us live every Wednesday, eight, uh, eight or nine o'clock, depending on the scheduling. But you will always be uh, able to see us if you follow at Ubropod on Twitter or follow us on Facebook. What's up, our podcast? Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Mike Mercadol. You can follow Steph at uh, what's your hello? Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting to put it on my the other Watson. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. hello. Yeah, hello underscore my dear Watson. Yeah, and uh, you can follow at Nary Signs. Where is that Nary Signs? He's uh, uh, out today, but but follow him anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you can listen to all the other shows on the Geek Bro Network at geekbro.net. Uh, Kickflex podcast. Uh, the latest episode uh, that we put up as of this recording is Police Story. You can mm-hmm. go listen to the our, our us watching. Uh, Jackie Chan's gigantic first epic uh, police story movie and all of the crazy stunts and the weird incel misogyny that is in that movie that you don't realize it until you go back and you watch it. So uh, it's odd. The stunts, fantastic. But it is a very, there's a lot of weird, go watch the episode. Um, 
Shiver podcast, Crimacopia, Better Let Me Tell You, uh, Childlike at Best with Mike Valdez. All the shows are there. Just go on to geekbro.net and you can see them all. And uh, what uh, Geekbro on Geekbro Network on YouTube for all the shows as well. Uh, Mount Geekmore as well. That's the one I was forgetting. Uh, thank you everybody for watching. And let me see here. That's how winning is done. <laughs>